and from that mythical city on a hill, Bonoboville. Mythical. Uh, mythical. Is it? Is that? I'm using a wrong word again. We're not real. No. We're, no. We're just in cyberspace, and people confuse us as to being a real city somewhere but we're but we're not fake news no we're not fake news and we're not a fake city sometimes we have fake nudes oh fake nudes we do yes mm. and, and fake sex acts but we're really here but we're here aren't we yes we're actually in bonoboville and bonoboville actually exists besides existing in space yeah, yeah it also exists here in Arcadia. In fact, we have a train station. Right, we have a train station. And our own train. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> that was the... Here comes the train. Excella. Uh, the Bonoboville Streamer. Streamer. So, uh, it's another evening, and uh, it is a Saturday, and uh, <clears throat> let's see, what else is going on? Uh, I'm here with my my dear friend, my beautiful girl. My, I call her Little Bones, and she calls me Big Bones. Don't right. mistake that for big, big Boner. Boner. Although he got one this <laughs> past Thanksgiving. Hey hey hey. Oh yeah. Don't give away my my wishbone. My secrets. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> so. There's lots of things to talk about tonight, and certainly what we would like is for you guys uh, to join us uh, with your thoughts and uh, your your stuff. And what is that? Is that a joint? What's going on over here? Somebody has given me a wishbone <laughs> and yeah, says, careful for the show. So I suppose... Yeah, you were mentioning a wishbone, so I thought uh, I'd like to... We somebody, somebody. had a show... of couple weeks ago called voter boner and now you're saying we have a wish boner you're big bones i'm and big bones i'm little bones you're little bones and now we have a wish bone where did that wish bone for is that some poor turkey it seems very delicate yes so should we make a wish okay <laughs> we are now going to pull the wish bone uh-oh ready uh, Oh, you get it. See, big bones. Well, no, no, you. No, mine popped off. Oh, no, you got the bigger piece. <laughs> yeah, but you, you got, got the bigger piece. Oh, you, I did. Okay. You won. All right, I won. You won. <laughs> so I wish for peace on earth and pleasure for all. The Bonobo way. I wish for a peace on earth, too. I wish for a peace yeah. of oh, peace. the action. Uh, 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 I got a piece of uh, the peace. action the other night. Uh, peace. Okay. So we haven't introduced ourselves. Yes. Hi. My name. <coughs> excuse me. If you haven't heard yeah, about me. Yeah. Go ahead me, and introduce yourself first. Let, let me introduce myself. Absolutely. Before I introduce my beautiful friend next to me. Oh. My name is Maximilian. Mm -hmm. uh, you could just call me Max. Or uh, you could call him Prince Maximilian uh, Rudolph Leblovich Lubkovitz Phil and Jerry. Or Big Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bones. I like it. If you want to get intimate, 
Just call me Big Bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, and next to me is sitting the one and only, the one and only throughout the universe, the best ever person that I've ever met. I do have a trophy for that. Yes, she has a trophy. She won a trophy for being the best person ever in That's the history right. of humanity or uh, uh, Jurassic Park animals. Um, it had to be all-encompassing right. for it to deserve a place on my that's, mantle. That's correct. Above all the other awards. Above all the other awards, of which there are dozens lining the walls and in the nooks and crannies of the little city that we inhibit, inhabit, inhibit, inhabit. Her name is... Dr. Susan Block, or Dr. Susie, as a lot of people call her. And I've been calling her Little Bones because <laughs> Lately. she's such a little thing. Delicious. And, uh, and you're such a big thing. Right. Although you're smaller, you've actually lost weight lately. I've lost at least 40 pounds. But you still recently. got that big boner, baby. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I hope all of our listeners and colliners have gotten stuffed if you're tuned in live both ends this thanksgiving and that your buns are still warm for spanksgiving and we had a great big bonoboville feast or was that mythical no no that was real okay i'm glad the food i ate was real that was real and that was actually on the terra firma on 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 Underground. And we are very thankful to God and the goddess, but mainly to Bonobo comrade Gideon. Yes, and Gideon did a fabulous job. He, he cooked up the turkey. The turkey was killed on the same day that it was really? cooked. I didn't know that part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I'm not sure how I feel about that. We, we had to wait for the execution. The fresh kill. Yeah, we had to. It's a little disturbing, honestly. We had to wait until the turkey got killed mm-hmm. and defeathered. Yeah. Wow. And all uh, in the same day. All in the same day, and then uh, the turkey got cooked. <laughs> and, and boy, did it. And well, mm-hmm. very nicely cooked with all the fixings. All the fixings, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And then you and I watched Don't Worry Darling, which I thought was very good. And I don't think I thought it just because Olivia Wilde, who is the director, is the niece of the late, great Alexander Coburn, publisher of Counterpunch. But perhaps I am influenced you know, I grew up in that period of time. In it fact, it was mythical, though. In the movie, <laughs> right. it's a fantasy, but they do it very well. Yeah, yeah, no, no, very nice, very nice. Uh, Stepford, you know, yeah. A little bit like Stepford Wives, Wives yeah. with more science fiction. But, well, I mean, it's part of the five. I think there's five storylines in all. In all, in the universe. In the universe. Right, yeah, right. right. So, so you're not going to come up with a new storyline, right. but you come up with a with new visuals, feeling. feelings, the visuals. And special effects. Special and effects. I'm never that impressed with special effects. I thought, uh, who was the... But this had a nice feeling. I mean, the colors. 
and the yeah, meaning the, the, and the feminism. Uh, yeah. You know, I like that. Yeah, that was very nice. I like that, too. <laughs> I know. You are a feminist, darling. <laughs> I am a feminist. And, of course, we spoke about this a few weeks ago, but it is interesting that Olivia Wilde, and I know you don't follow this, but she's being dragged through the mud and possibly the blood uh, because she's had some extracurricular sex, let's say. Well, uh, you know, uh, females should not be doing that. Right, right. right. None of it illegal or no, 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 really no. unethical, the, exactly. No, no, no. I mean, right. not that we know of, but no. controversial, and some people get very upset about it. Possibly her husband. <laughs> no, well, anyway. That could be. He doesn't seem to be even as upset as some people that are out there just squawking like turkeys with their head cut off. I, I must say that anybody that deals with sex is dragged through the mud. And it is a sexy movie, and yeah. it deals with sex, and it's yeah. a complicated I like her approach or, to sex. orgasm. The uh, one on the kitchen table the or the dining room Yeah, table. yeah, where he's eating, uh, he's eating breakfast her for or dinner. dinner for he's eating yeah. her for dinner. She gives a great uh, orgasm, sort of. Sort of. Sort yeah. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very a little bit stylized. Very quiet, though. Yeah, and the knocking down of yeah. the cutlery and the whole meal is a little bit over the top, but it is kind of mythical, the whole thing. The whole thing, So right. why not have an <clears throat> orgasm so big you knock down the whole meal you've spent all day making? Because uh. you're not really you. Anyway, I recommend you see the movie. Yeah, you can see the movie. No, this is a good movie. It's a good movie. They had my, uh, by the way, it had my car in there. My the cars the are cars like visually the best la, part. The outfits la. are good, but the cars. Robin, uh, what, what is that? Uh, the ice cream bag. More colors than Baskin Robbins. Yeah, it was really nice. So many pretty colors. Now see. They had a 1957 Thunderbird. I don't think which they I mostly had. had cars those colors in the 50s in the East Coast, maybe in Palm the, Springs, the, where the, it takes place. Yeah, and on the West Coast, in the back East, it was all kind of gray and, and black and, and black maybe and blue. dark red, blue, yeah. two tone, Two tones were in, mm -hmm. uh, in there very much. And uh, then the other uh, thing was... Uh, the yellow phone on the uh, on the wall. Right, but I'm not sure if that was supposed to be taking place in the ah. nowadays time. I see. We hardly ever watch movies, yeah. but we're going to watch another one too soon. Yeah. I forget the name of it. But uh, pleasure. Right, right, and it also pleasure. has to do with sex. And I'm not going to comment on it, except it has to do with the porn industry, and there's mixed feelings about it. But I haven't seen it. And some of our friends are in it, like uh, Axel right. Braun and Eric John. They oh, are Eric, in it. Eric, right, right, right. So, anyway, we saw Don't Worry Darling. It's a little romantic, even though she kills him in the end. Spoiler! Don't listen to this show if you really don't want to know what goes on and Don't Worry Darling. But it is romantic anyway. And let's just say there's so much violence in movies nowadays. 
and you hardly ever get a movie without violence. So. Well, there was only one stabbing. Right. I mean, that's, it wasn't like a mass. Although there was a throat slitting. Oh, but, but that she did. Self-throat yeah, self Right. That was yeah, don't be doing gross. that at home, okay? Right, right. That, that's not too much violence compared to, to what is out there. Compared and to the news. It is science fiction-y, but it's not comic book-y, no. which I appreciated. And it takes seriously human relationships as well as sex. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, trying to address the complexities of love and sex and marriage. And I like that. Hmm. So then we did a little light spanking for Spanksgiving. And by the way, it is actually not just good for your soul and your horniness, your boner. It is also good for circulation, right, Captain Max? Yes. A little oh. light slapping of oh, the body. Oh, yes, absolutely. Whether it's the butt, which does a lot of sitting, right. or the arms or the legs, a little right. slapping is good for you. Right, and it's an old kind of old Chinese medicine, actually. Yeah. Uh, right here in Arcadia, they have group smacking. Is that mythical or actually going the, on? It's actually going on where you go in there and, and you spank yourself, beat yourself. And that helps the circulation. And let me tell you, circulation is everything. Yes. If it ain't circulating, <laughs> you're it's right. dead. It's, There's got to be some circulation. Right. And when the circulation slows down, it dies and goes limp. I mean, circulation is what an erection is all about. And yes, you had very good circulation Thanksgiving night. You didn't eat too much, even though it was delicious. But I, I did not. I, I tasted everything. But I got good. stuffed good. <laughs> and I hope I didn't wake the neighborhood hollering like a turkey squawking. <laughs> but we had a real date. You know, we had dinner and a movie. And sex. We didn't have to go anywhere. It's great. And a little spanking for Spanksgiving. So, Bert Sesame says, you have to make a wish. I made a wish immediately. I wished for peace through pleasure, for peace on earth. Pleasure for all is the appropriate way to say it for the holidays, I seasons, beatings. I made a second hand wish, so. Right. I didn't even know I won. Isn't that the way yeah, life no, often you, is? You won because you when had you the, win, you don't even know the it. The bigger part. I it. had a big bone. Big bone. I did, and I didn't know it. I didn't use it until my friends told me. It's all about the bonobo way. You get by with a little help from your friends, who sometimes are your lovers, and that's how bonobos are, and they present a new way maybe for humans that's really a very old way that probably was the way that humans were for maybe a hundred and ninety-five thousand years something like that and it's only been in the past five thousand years that we've been getting more and more under the grip of the mega machine and that's why this show is about sex, politics, the mega machine, and the bonobo way. I, yes, yes, yes. Where are we? Um, we're here. The train is going along, uh, choo-chooing along. Um, we are, our studios are located uh, in the, 
the, ba- the bar and, and lounge car. So right across from us is a lot of empty bottles of liquor. Mm. <laughs> well, it's the holidays. So it's time to either lick her as he does on the dining room table in Don't Worry Darling or to liquor up it, it kind or of a re- little bit of both. It kind of reminded me of the uh, series that we did, the uh, kitchen table series in Inglewood. We did do yeah. a series. We did one night on the kitchen table that was really spectacular. But we did do a few different yes. <clears throat> kitchen shows after parties. Because we didn't have a studio. But the one that was really spectacular was after our 22nd wedding anniversary that we held at the Green Horse. Ah, And it was a great party, but of course it was at a public bar, semi-public, but public enough. Yeah. That, uh, you know, you can't really have an orgy in there. There was a lot of dancing and frottage and outer course. Yes. But for the intercourse, we went into the kitchen. Right, 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 right. And actually, Casey filmed a lot of that. Yes. And it was very intimately filmed. Very intimately. Different women getting on the kitchen table and... Getting a licking. Getting a licking and a a fucking fuck-to-rich. Not that they were rich. But rich looking, I mean, beautiful. Shaylin was one of them. Oh, right. And right. she was like the main one, Shaylin. Oh. And Jux got in there. And then Shaylin's friend got on the table, and her boyfriend got in there. And she was hot. Everybody was having quite the feast of eroticized eyes just looking at it and we show it on drsusanblock.tv as well as on Cliporama and it is one of our favorites on clip-o-rama.com for holiday pleasure for your eyes so speaking of this pleasure for your eyes We are accustomed to being censored for that, and of course, we never show that video on social media. But we used to think that, hey, you could talk about whatever you wanted on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. But that is obviously not the case anymore. No. We get censored for talking. And so, and so do other people. I mean, yes, uh, yeah. And it's Abby of, Martin, our good friend, a newscaster. I mean, we're at the point now, as we've said before, there used to be seven deadly words in radio. Now there's hundreds and hundreds. And it's not even necessarily about words. Right. <laughs> it's about some censor's opinion that something is bad, and. I don't think that's good, but what can I do? I mean, all I can do is be on different platforms as well as my own, as well as advocate for uh, 
a real commons, mainly that is run by maybe let's say the government. Well, okay, maybe an alternative to okay. these privately owned social media yeah, like uh, YouTube uh, uh, and now Twitter being owned okay, by so right winger Ilona Muskie. You know, uh, ever since uh, this IT shit came in and these corporations have taken taken over. Um, I've talked to various attorneys who go, well, you can't do anything because... They're private. They're private. Well, yes, they're private, but they're broadcasting on public wires. access and wires. Public access yes. facilities. Uh, yeah, and that... And they should be treated just like the networks were for public access. You have to provide it for yeah, the people. and also provide that you can get on the telephone... And have phone sex with someone. Yeah, baby. Without getting oh, <laughs> censored. Yeah. yeah. Get me stuff, uh, big uh, boner. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, ooh. Okay. Okay. We weren't even saying any of that on this show that was censored on YouTube. We were talking about politics. We right. were actually talking about politics. the January 6th coup. I don't know what it was that we were saying that bothered them. They didn't think it was too sexual. They thought it was we were harassing, harassing right. and somehow cyber abuse. Yeah, cyber bullying. Cyber, yeah. cyber bullying, bullying of who? Trump? Of who? Of who? The maggots? The QAnoners? I'm not sure who this is cyber bullying of, but in any case, it's been censored, and not only that, but we lost a week on YouTube. And so our excitement of a little blue wave when there wasn't a red wave, our show we called Voter Boner, a.k.a. Election Erection, well, it kind of went limp before it even went up mm, on great. YouTube. But, good, good. hey... It's still a great show. It is. So you should all listen to it on YouTube if you're YouTube-oriented. And it definitely celebrates something that should be celebrated, which is the people came out in droves to defend our rights. A lot of people defending women's rights. A lot of young people. And it was something to celebrate even if we lost the house that, that well you know they don't have much of a margin in there and also even if the democrats are just the other side of the duopoly that really is an oligarchy but the republicans are the kind of worst side as i see it i'm a lesser of two evils gal what can i say hmm yeah and don't that that go past you. I know you like to watch movies and talk about movie stars. And in the meantime, there are people that are stealing. Uh, in fact, I put up a little banner that says, Stop the Steal. And the steal is that of my ability to speak freely and honestly and openly. And these people are trying to take that away from me. And... Uh, you know what? I don't like that too much, and you shouldn't like it, because if you've actually been listening to some of the billionaires recently, they have also changed their tune. We are headed into a dark time. 
where everyone will be put in little cages. They call them little houses, <laughs> tiny houses. And um, the American dream per se, uh, the squandering of resources and the killing of uh, the down to the bugs uh, uh, has to stop. Yeah, right. Amen and a women. That's right. Amen and a women and big bones. And our show, Voter Boner, is up. And it also is often on called Election Erection. And that's in the news this week, folks. Because did you hear Herschel Walker? His latest malaprop is yeah. very big boner oriented. He says... This election isn't about me. This erection yes. is about the people. Yes. And the funniest part is that he's very serious, and he is flanked on the one side by Ted Cruz, who is nodding very enthusiastically. And on the other side by Lindsey Graham, who looks a little disgusted, but then again, Lindsey Graham always looks a little disgusted. But it's unclear whether either man heard that Herschel Walker called an election an erection. And you know, I have done the same thing, but I think if I was in that position, I would have corrected myself, I hope. But in any case, I feel for the guy, but it still is worth making fun of because there he is looking like a walking erection with Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham looking like the left nut and the right nut of Walker's walking erection. It also kind of reminds me, I don't know if you saw this movie a long time ago, maybe you saw movies in these days, Eddie Murphy in Trading Places where he's sitting between the two rich white bankers. Election erections are in the news and vote for Reverend Warnock. He's now ahead. Good. He's now moving ahead. We donated to him. We didn't donate a lot, but we donated so it got quadrupled. It really is amazing that these Republicans can put forward a guy like Herschel Walker just because they want to win. Now, some might say that about Fetterman, but I disagree because he's going through something. Now, maybe he won't get better, but I think he will get better. And I know people that have suffered from strokes who have been like that or worse and gotten better, gotten to you, you what know, they were before. Every time I stroke it, it's, yeah. Big boner. Hey, hey bye we're bye. talking about Max's boner because Wait he had a such a big <laughs> orgasm, but I had a bigger one. Leanne right. said she could use a good licking. Okay. Well, honey, the way that the main character in Don't Worry Darling gets her licking, she knocks over her whole pot roast. Everything. I would be pissed. See, if I did that... I think it would kind of ruin it for me. And I've had some big orgasms, but I don't usually knock over a pot roast. But it was a mythical experience. It was 
just metaphorically so romantic. And a lot of the movie is romantic, including the opening shot where she balances a drink on her head. I used to do things like that. Did you? I don't think I could do it now. But balance the drinks on the head. It's a talent. Definitely a skill that I think has been lost. Yeah, some people carry bales of hay. Although it's burlesque. And guess what is another important point about Don't Worry Darling, which is that it features our old friend, Dita Von Teese. Ah, yes, right. She is in like a climactic scene where she gets in and out of her champagne glass and does naughty things and looks very seductive and and teasing. We were one of the first, actually, I think the first television show she was on. Well, yeah, when she was on our interview with Betty Page. She was 18 years old. Who was an inspiration for Dita Von Teese. And then we did another interview with Dita Von Teese when she got more famous as herself. And really, she has blossomed. I also, of course, was in the Pink Bubble Bath Film Festival staff with her. I, I was a judge, and she was the MC. I don't know if that's staff, actually. But we were in the potty. And she's great. It's got a lot of great fun moments it also seems to address in a pretty complicated way this incel longing for women to be subservient for the Stepford wife and it does it a little bit I wouldn't say sympathetically of course the guy is the villain but somewhat empathetically and I appreciated that and I am not sympathetic to the incel but I am empathetic especially the incels that get out of their parents basement and do horrible things but even in your parents basement the things that some incels communicate on the web I certainly don't approve of but I do understand the angst that a lot of single and sexless young men go through. It's very painful. It and is. our society doesn't really provide an answer. And there's silence because our society doesn't provide an answer. And yet there are answers. Not in going back to the 50s, no, and not in forcing anybody to have sex with them, no, but perhaps in giving dignity to sex work. Why do you think they don't like sex workers? It's not because they have an inherent morality that disapproves of paying for sex. It's because they know, like everyone knows, that society denigrates sex work, so they don't see it as good. But if society honored that, maybe they would see it as good, as evidence of their male power, which it could be perceived as. Anyway, society denigrates sex work, and society still denigrates many other forms of sex, such as kink, such as 
bisexuality and being gay. A lot of these guys are gay. It's one reason they don't like women very much. But also, they are told that that is wrong to be gay, to be queer, to be LGBTQ. That that is wrong, that that is unacceptable. And so they go into this incel state. They'd rather do that than be gay. And our society should be more welcoming of that as an alternative. And yes, I am speaking of the bonobo way. And we need to empower females in a way that young males understand that it's intrinsically part of everyone's happiness. And we have to make female empowerment connected to male well-being, because it is. So, I don't know if we have to make it that way. We have to accept that it is that way. And if we don't, we get a lot of trouble. Trouble. Trouble from these guys, and from certain women too, who kind of like certain guys. So the movie does enter into that subject. And that does also bring up the most, I guess, salient tragedy of the week. There have been quite a few killings and other types of tragedies, but there was one tragedy that had a lot to do with sex, sexual orientation, gender, and that was the Club Q Colorado Springs massacre. It was a massacre and it was tragic. And of course, all these massacres are tragic in schools, in supermarkets, at parades. It's all got to do with amosexuality and greed, the greed of the gun lobby and the amosexuality of a lot of these incels as well as guys that are having sex. Amosexuality is very acceptable to be so excited about your guns. But certainly for the incels, like I think this guy was, his lawyers wanted him to use the pronoun they, who knows why, there are theories, but he seems like he doesn't have girlfriends, boyfriends, or anything in between. But he killed people celebrating their sexuality, their different, their rainbow, their diversified sexuality. And that hurts my heart. And yet, of course, just like a lot of people are saying, we knew this was coming, we've seen it before. It was true in Orlando when we were down at ASECT, remember? And we had just done this fabulous convention where I spoke about the bonobo way of inclusivity. And then as we're getting onto the plane, we find out that there's been this terrible massacre in a gay club by a guy who seemed like a closet LGBT. His dad was very disapproving. And again, a dad who seems to feel that it's more important to establish that his son is not gay 
than to be mortified that his son is a mass murderer. In that case, I believe it was a Muslim guy. In this case, a Mormon. A Mormon. A Mormon who is sometimes called a porn star, although he seems like a guy who's done porn. But yes, he has. And yet he also does a lot of the fighting. And I must say there is a lot of crossover between the guys that are into boxing and wrestling and guys that do porn. Hey, they have hot bodies. Why not? So this guy is a porn star, at least identified that way. Name is Aaron Brink. Who, who the, the guy that went and shot these no, people? Oh, no, no. Who's this, this is the dad oh, the of dad. the guy oh, the that guy. went and ah. shot these people. And I believe his grandfather is some sort of Republican representative. Okay. Yes, but this is a very varied family. But they're all right wing. And this dad is more worried about his amosexual incel of a son being gay than being a mass murderer. And it is embarrassing because he is in porn and we're in overlap industry, we sexologists. And we have to say porn is pretty apolitical. It can get political, but there are people of all different politics in porn. And we have known quite a few right-wing porn stars, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. Trump-loving porn stars. Trump Maybe even more of the porn stars are right-wing. It's hard to say. Uh, well, the porn, yeah, no, the porn stars are pretty uh, conservative uh, when it comes to, to that. You know, so they never want to talk about politics, even the ones that have uh, uh, radio shows. They, they don't. I don't talk about politics. That's right. I don't talk about politics. Well, aren't you just a genius? <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. They're taking away all your rights, and you don't talk about politics. You well, just say, because maybe they are right wing. Uh, yeah, let them take away my rights. Who the fuck cares? You know, I'm watching the latest movie. Well, look at all the right-wingers that aren't billionaires should be thinking about how right-wing politics take away your rights. They take away your money, and they don't take enough money from the billionaires. They make you pay for the billionaires. But people like the mythology. Speaking of mythical things, the Republican Party is to a great degree about a mythology of America that some people like, including this guy, Aaron Brink, who doubles up the dumbness by his Mormonism and says, these are conservative Republican and we don't do gay. <laughs> so you can imagine what this kid by the name, I know, I hate to give publicity to these murderers, but people do and on people, so, okay, is Anderson Lee Aldrich. I believe his grandfather also is some Republican. But anyway, his dad certainly is. And I can't apologize on behalf of the porn industry, but I can apologize on behalf of sexual 
I don't know, exhibitionists, that not all sexual exhibitionists are as bad as this guy, Aaron Brink. Ah, how awful, how embarrassing. But of course, even worse is his son who actually killed people and went in there dressed in full regalia yeah. With the AR-15 and man. the body well, armor. Be, be a man. But here's the best part of the story. There is really no great part, except that there is that heroic part. And that is that the patrons subdued the killer. Without a gun. Without a gun. And they didn't kill him. Right. And they removed his gun. They hit him with the gun. Well, they hit him with the gun, yeah. But they didn't kill him. And the first one was some sort of a veteran, and he was there with, I believe, his daughter and her boyfriend. So it was kind of a family outing. outing. Right. <laughs> to the gay club. To the gay club. Yes, Wait. of course. Yeah, Why absolutely. Why not? To the club, to have a drink, yeah. to celebrate. And so he did the first, and then a trans woman stomped on him with her high heel. There you go. Really? I like that. <laughs> You that's know how funny. nonviolent I am, but I do believe in self-defense, and I do believe well, in stopping and a killer. that's not killing. Uh, no. Just uh, putting a heel in Putting a high heel, heel to good use, use, girlfriend. She deserves an award. So does the veteran. Uh, so do they all. I hope that someone civic gives these people an award. I hope that gayness, queerness, whatever you want to call it, and I know I don't always use the right terms in the right way, and nobody does, but it should be respected, dignified, that's all. And then I think we would find there's less hate crime in that department. It's not the only department that we need to make some changes, but it's an important department. So let's give some awards. We're certainly going to give a Susie Award. Susie Awards are coming up. Okay. And so we do want to give a Susie Award to these fine people that stopped the killer from killing more. That's one of the things we have to do, brothers and sisters, which is horrible as bonobos, is if we do find ourselves in this situation, yes, I do understand running, but... Also, if you can, to help stop the killer. You know, these guys like the Santis and the Cruz and these uh, right-wing, uh, insidious uh, uh, um, traitors to the flag of the United States and to humanity, uh, they are now talking about bringing the shooting and that into the schools by having just... Everybody have guns, the kids have guns, the teachers have guns, uh, security has guns but they're hiding, and um, only one entrance and one exit. Now, that's a good way to barbecue kids if there's a fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now, you told me that you didn't care about DeSantis, but oh, you brought yeah. him up. Yeah, yeah, no, no, so no, no, no. I, I have some things to I, say I, about him. Okay, so let me just, so be careful with this guy. First of all, in Italian, he's called a cafone. I like that yeah. term for him. He's a cafone, and uh, that means uh, a, a man of no knowledge or 
Uh, it actually means a peasant or yeah, a boorish, hey, uneducated hey, person. I just was saying that. DeSantis Thank you. is highly educated. I, I don't think so. He, he might is be. a Yale graduate. Well, so was Bush. And so as well as a lawyer. <laughs> right. Well, yes. I know so was Bush. Yeah. That's true. And it just goes to show And I that know a lot of dumb you lawyers. You don't have to be uneducated to be dumb. You could be educated. And be dumb. And be dumb. Yes, of course. I certainly know yeah. of quite a few. Not in my class, of course. But my class doesn't have any war criminals. And DeSantis is a war criminal, brothers and sisters. You think he's too young? No. He got in on the ground floor. DeSantis was torturing right after his graduation, really. He joined the CIA as a lawyer, and he would go there to Guantanamo and interview prisoners, and he would get their cooperation because he would tell them he was a lawyer that was going to fight for their rights. <laughs> And instead, he did the exact opposite. He used the worst things they complained about against them and did those things more. Yeah. He completely tricked them. And I learned this from an interview that Abby Martin's husband and partner and also a veteran, Mike Prisoner, did. He interviewed a Guantanamo prisoner who described the whole thing. And others would say that DeSantis was kind of well-known. First, well-known for being a really nice guy. And even they said a handsome guy. Boy, he who? didn't age well. He didn't age well at all. He's, no. he's got a kangaroo. He was better looking. He's I, got a I'll say can that. kangaroo sack. Yeah, he did not age well, that one. But, but I don't hold that against him. Okay? No. No, no, no. These are these are guys that are trying to take away your rights. These people, these Republicans that live next door to you, if you live next door to it, these are people that wanna, don't want to feed children who are hungry. Anyway, this group, as you're speaking of them, the Republicans, and a lot of them include the ones that don't like Trump. They're kind of lining up behind DeSantis, who, by the way, he was a member of Delta Kappa Epsilon, like Bush at Yale, and they're a terrible fraternity. They're into violence. Anyway, Trump, Mr. I don't want to say Trump. I'm going to say the loser. The loser, yeah. Don't the loser. And I'm not talking about loser Tversky. <laughs> the other loser. The one who says he won. Anyway, he calls him de sanctimonious, which is okay, but really all these politicos are sanctimonious. I don't think that DeSantis is any more sanctimonious. And really, Max's name is better for DeSantis, even if it doesn't rhyme. Because yeah. Cafoni, even though it means a boorish, uneducated person, it sounds Cafoni. like the phony. <laughs> You're a cafone. You're a phony. And that is what DeSantis is. Yes. That is the essence of his character. And that is how he treated those prisoners in Guantanamo. And your character is determined, brothers and sisters, by the way 
you treat the most vulnerable around you. <laughs> yes. Also, if you're a Christian, you, you know. You talk about Jesus all day. You don't know shit about Jesus. If you, I mean, you don't even know if he existed. Yeah. I, I don't even know. He if does he talk about Jesus. Does he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah. I mean, not the most. Somewhere in between. You know, the praying is over. You can pray all day long. And unless you take some drugs and hallucinate that God is calling you or something, you can, uh, I think the, I think my edibles are kicking in. Um, <laughs> yes, I had a little edible before I came on the show, you know, and uh, it's affecting me a little bit. Mm. Walrus hung. Speaking of the boner. Wallace Hung. Says, Republicans love kids as long as they are in the womb. Once they are out, then fuck them. True. All right. No. Oh, you were talking about letting kids go hungry. That's right. Yeah, right. I was right. trying to think, when were we talking about kids? Right, right. Letting kids go hungry, not taking care of old people. Uh, this whole... Uh, each person is an island onto themselves. It's so full of shit. <laughs> You've been conned so bad. Yes. And not only is Governor Cofone a con, he is a neocon. He is into torture. He is a very anti-socialist, old school, cold war regime change kind of guy when it comes to how to treat Cuba, when it comes to how to treat anybody out there. All these countries that are trying to make it on their own, trying to get out of the mega machine. He is a very high up cog in the mega machine. That is what Ron DeSantis is. And don't call him Ron to Satan because that would be an insult to Satan. Right. <laughs> Can I just say, you know, he it says on there, uh, I guess Wikipedia, uh, nationality, American. But this guy is actually Italian. Okay. Well, his parents, I think, yeah. came from Italy. Yeah, okay. So I want to ask you this, Ronnie. Sai parlare l'italiano, Cafone? I bet you you don't speak a one word of Italian. Huh? That really irks me. <laughs> but I'm getting that way, too, as I get older. Right. I can speak a little English, but I'm forgetting my Italian. Because I don't speak to anyone in Italian. Well, say something sexy to me in Italian, darling. Sei così bella. Sei un amore. Sei una cosa che solo può venire dal cielo. Sì, sì, sì. It sounds so much nicer and not like a con, you know, like it's real when you say it in one of the romance languages. Yeah, As opposed to saying, oh, darling, you're so beautiful. You gotta watch out. You know, that sounds like a con right you away. You gotta watch out for those Latinos. I know, I know. 
you know, especially in Rome. It's true, but you'll have fun being seduced by them. <laughs> Somebody was complaining that they didn't get they didn't get pinched when they were in Italy. Yeah. Oh. They were complaining. Right. Yeah. Right. I got pinched. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. But I got it more when I was in like Pakistan. Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah. They're, then they're, it was really almost they're obsessive. They're horny. They're, they're trying, they're, and poor Pakistan. They have been rocked by terrible oh. weather. Climate change is out of control, brothers and, and Indonesia sisters. Indonesia and oh yes, all over the world. Uh, uh, we are uh, collecting the, uh, the the plants of our the seeds of our plants of the plants of the seeds, something like that. Well, speaking of seed and boners, which seem to be a theme, Gerbil Hung writes, I wish to double my penis size so then I could be a raging four-inch rod of steel. There you go. All right, and All he's right. hung like a gerbil. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, hey, 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 hey. You know. And we're talking about mythology. So, you know, you can just imagine that, which it sounds like you're already doing. And then what goes into your imagination is perhaps more powerful than reality. It is, after all, the erotic theater of the mind. And if it's playing a good movie, it can't be a crappy movie. And you can't be distracted. You have to watch the movie. And then it can take over. And then you really do have an eight-inch rod of steel I guess although it's harder to get an eight incher hard than it is to get a four incher hard by the way you got to get that blood flow going so a little spanking would do you good a little slap in get that blood flow going also a little cayenne pepper although be careful with that that you don't take too much and not if you have a heart condition yeah no well it's actually if you're young you can eat a little yeah it's a little blood Thinner. Yes. It can help with yeah. erections. It also makes your tushy hole hot. Smart. Yeah. Don't take it if you have hemorrhoids. <laughs> oh, no. Please. Don't. Listen, you guys. I see some of you people are hiding out. And uh, listeners. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, let's see. Okay. So anybody that calls me tonight, calls us, calls it out to Susie, call, tells us a story. Uh uh, complains about wh- whatever. If you call, I'm going to send you a book. Ooh, I'm gonna which s- book? I'm going to send you the Bonobo Way. Oh, okay. So you actually understand what we're talking about. Uh, and uh, the Bonobo Way of Peace through, through pleasure. pleasure. Yeah, and it's a great book. It's a fun book. And uh, so if you call in, uh, even just to say hi, I want that book. Hey, uh, I feel bad that Leanne she's at work. is not able to call she's because she is at work. So, yeah. Leanne, sorry, but you have to be calling we can before call you get the book. <laughs> and I see other people here. How about Timothy? Don't you have something to say? Or are you at work, too? And then there's ten others that you don't see. Well, there see. are. Yeah. I know a few of them, so uh, I don't know I if see. I want to hear from them. Okay, please. But maybe I do. <laughs> I'm glad Ruby got her name correct. Ruby Aruba. Beautiful. See, look at it. It looks nice. I don't even know why anybody would want the name Block. Unless you're having parties all the time. And then you can say, it's a Block party. 
I used to do that. And we had one for our voter boner. We had a block party on FDR. Listen, we were doing parties 30 years ago that, <laughs> that they're still not doing. No, they aren't I doing mean, them. sex on every couch. And we do have to get them onto the internet somehow but not on social media they're all too wild to go on social media so that's one reason we do a radio show now it's also because well we're getting uh, into know, another okay. covid spell okay. yes we are but i just want to add something here if we could so there's a lot of talking heads now i don't know where they came from mm -hmm. but they are all experts yes on that guy that used to be president. The loser. The loser, right. The Not loser. Tversky. Not Tversky. L-O-S-E-R. Right. And they're all talking about, and it's all like, uh, what is it? Uh, not urgent news. Uh, breaking news. Breaking news. And they're all telling the exact same story. And now they're even calling the Republicans Nazis and fascists and all kinds of names. We were way ahead. Of, we know these people. We were way ahead. We are headed to the most advanced fascism the world has ever known. Ooh. It's a voluntary, voluntary fascism. Well, that's what Aldous Huxley talked Correct. about. Right. And he said a lot of it would be drugs. I don't know if he envisioned an internet, but in a way, the internet is a drug. Drug. But it's worse because it's part of your work very often. So you kind of can't get away from it if you're going to earn a living. And also in his brave new world, people didn't really have to earn a living. They kind of got taken care of by the state. It's very socialistic. It was a little socialistic. But fascist. But fascist. It was a socialist fascist. And people were very wary of socialism, of course, here in capitalist country. And it turned out that his vision did not come true in terms of the good part, the socialism part. Right. Where people do have a lot of leisure time and they don't have to really work too much. But what did come true is that we are hypnotized. We're hypnotized, though, not so much by the government. We're hypnotized by capitalism. Ah, Elon. 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 Elon okay. is ruining Twitter for us liberals, but he is making it a safe space for white supremacists and homophobes and incels and amosexuals and losers and and you know those nice iPhones that you guys bought the thousand dollar iPhones and all that stuff there that like, sounds like Steve Jobs's deal when he started with the Macs everybody bought these Macs Macs and then the Macs were worthless so now Elon has a new telephone coming out well here's what I heard is that iPhone and Android said if Elon keeps up what he's doing, they're not going to carry the Twitter app. So Elon said, that's okay. Yep. 
I got a phone. But Twitter is huge. Is he going to yeah. maintain his You know what? Yeah. Twittership? Okay. Uh, no. Twitter's so maybe he's not. I'm still on Twitter. No, no, no. What he right now, first of all, what he's doing is getting out of the car business. Uh-huh. Because the competition is now growing and Elon is making new cars. Hydrogen, hydrogen cars. Hydrogen cars. Right. Okay. So all you people that paid $70,000 for those beautiful cars, it'll be like computers. They won't be updated or supported anymore. There goes your money, honey. So he's going to that, and then he's coming out with the, this telephone, uh, which, by the way, from what I understand, you can use anywhere in the world. Why is that? Because of Elon's satellites. All that debris he's sending up there so that we could talk to each other and like each other. Then I heard an interesting theory. Uh, I forget who it was. You know, how China's kind of flip-flopping, going back, you know, trying to be uh, more sane uh, ones in this whole thing. So the, the theory is that they are thrilled that Russia is at war. They are thrilled that their military is being destroyed. Because then the old uh, historical thing between them becomes easier. They just come in and take the land. And Russia can't really do anything because they've been defeated. They have no tank. They used to have 20,000 tanks. They're down to 200, if that. So, okay, Chinese, we love you. I love you. I love the Chinese culture. Um, and uh, they're a very old, wonderful society. And, uh, you know, what can I say? Except I don't know why we can't coexist with them. We can all make money together. One doesn't have to be bigger than the other guy. Well, see, that's outside the rules of the mega machine. The mega machine insists on competition, right. and that's why we have to get out of some of the mega machine. Yeah. We can't get out of the whole thing, but we Lance can is calling. go the bonobo way to some degree. Yeah. So Lance is calling on Colin, and... Hello, Lance. Hi there. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? I had to mute the Marsh Brothers movie that happened to pop up on my uh, screen here. Oh, yeah. You mute them. A Night in Casablanca. All well, right. we like the Marx Brothers and Karl Marx. Uh, We're Marx for a good con if you are sexy. It's so. funny because it's kind of my uh, comeback line. With people. Yeah, man. When people, when, literally, when... When they're talking about Marx and Lenin, I'm like, absolutely, we got to educate people about Marx and Lenin. Mm. Because, you know, uh, you know, Groucho and John are two of the most important anarchists of the 20th century. Yeah, uh, you know, people are so, I, I, I don't understand what people don't understand. You live in a society, and you live next door to each other, 
and you interact all day and we don't want to take care of people that are less fortunate than us. And certainly children, I always see it in America, it's always children, no, the children, the children, the children. But in fact, fuck the children. Nobody cares about the children. And who said something about it? All right, so Lance, not to interrupt. No, no, I'm sorry. I, but I you're got going off on your own thing. Yes. And I wanted to know, what does Lance want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, talk to us. Well, actually, you know, what, what you just mentioned, right? So. Oh, okay. Well, then keep I, going, Captain Max. <laughs> uh, I so, live in the country, right? So I live, I live, I live, I literally live next door to a dairy farm. To a right? dairy farm with cows. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I uh. used to milk cows when I lived on a Mennonite farm that had cows oh, wow. for milking. I milked cows when I went to camp in Georgia. We've all milked oh, wow. cows. Yeah. Oh, it was wonderful. That foamy, warm milk was. Mm, that's was why you just love delicious. milk so much. Yeah. So, what do you think about living next to a dairy farm? I imagine modern dairy farming is not as cool as a Mennonite farm or an Who, old-fashioned. Uh, farm. Who's the farm owned by? What corporation? <laughs> kind of interesting, right? So, um, I live in I live in New York State. And um, it's a big dairy state, and it's a very advanced um, agricultural state. People don't realize. But anyway, what's interesting, right? So on my, to the eastern side, whatever, to one side, is the barns. Okay, so to the back is like a creek, and then like hills, woodwork. I said, to one side is like the barn, to the whole series of barns. They own a lot of land and, you know, uh, fields, corn, and this and that. But you know what? On the other side, it's like about, oh, probably one or two acre, about one and a half, two acre empty hay field that they harvest twice a year, you know, for the hay. And it's amazing, right? And I live, it's like a bird sanctuary because it's surrounded by trees and a creek in the back. So it's like, I don't know, it's pretty awesome. But anyway. And what do you do there? Do you have a profession or are you a man of leisure? No, (laughs) no, no. I live in my uncle's house. He just passed away. I took care of him for a while. Uh I didn't get much remuneration for taking care of him, but I'm trying to buy this house, but I have till spring um, because that's going to, you know, so whatever. But so no, no, I'm just living off kind of fumes in a way. Yeah. Got a few dollars in But you were a caretaker. Uh, I what? Well, uh, yeah, I'm just like here until spring, but until I figure out what I'm going to do then, hopefully I can buy the place. But I mean, you took care of the guy that passed away. Yeah, 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 my uncle. Your uncle. And so hopefully, uh, but in the meantime, I was going to say, yeah, so I'm in the process of trying to start it. We're not trying. I'm actually going to be, it's like beyond just the thought stage. So I think it's going to happen is uh, to do a worker co-op that's going to be, well, run and own. Worker co-op. Well, that's uh, well, very bonobo. Running, that's very bonobo. Well, be, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it'll be run and owned by uh, prison, ex-prisoners. Right? Ex-prisoners. Um, Interesting. Yeah, but Max is an stacked. ex-prisoner. I'm, a, I'm an ex-prisoner. I'm an ex-mall myself. <laughs> I visited prisons. I haven't been on the inside. Are you an ex-prisoner yourself, Lance? No. 
No. So what makes you want to do a workers' co-op for ex-prisoners? Yeah, that for Biden about, yeah. Uh, it just made sense. I had a proposal that um, never got acted upon because of the 2008 meltdown, whatever, but. All right, well, that... You're cutting in and out a little yeah. bit, I got to say. So I'm not sure if uh, how we, we hear yeah. this later, if we'll hear more. But, but we are very interested in that. Yeah, we do we, give yeah. you a prize. Yeah, now you won a book. Give him the phone number. So the Bonobo they, Way. So give him the phone number so he can give him the address to where to send us. We need to get your address, Lance. You have to send it to us. You can s call us at... 213-291-9497 and hit pound or nine or really any number and you'll get through to our live person and humans live you ones. can give your address and you have to be lance i hope a whole bunch of other people don't say <laughs> they're lance so you better do it after we're done talking lance but we have a little while if you want but I got to ask you why you're a ladybug on call-in. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> He's on the wrong. <laughs> I took my, my original uh, profile picture was uh, a praying mantis. Oh. But, okay, now, this is, okay, this is funny, right? But then, okay, so I had a praying mantis, and then a ladybug, I... I took pic I took both pictures in my house. Uh -huh. Wow, cool, right? Cool. Well, yeah, but praying mantis, man. I, I got crickets, so the praying mantis would be cool to have in my. Well, yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh. so but, we but, have but mosquitoes, although not lately. Well, here's the thing. Why is it that like praying mantises and ladybugs love it inside my house? There must, which is it's because there's a lot of little tiny bugs all over the place. I live in the country, so what are you going to do? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, so they eat like, them. Wow, isn't that cool? But it's like, well, yeah, how cool is that, though? I mean, well, they're friends of yours, and they eat the littler bugs so that you're not oh, bothered yeah. by them. Oh, yeah. I lived in Arizona, uh, and I realized people bought, like, you know, like a you know, like Chinese to-go containers yeah. of, of ladybug. Well, I mean, people do that. It's not unusual nowadays for people to buy ladybugs. But, uh, yeah. So, well, okay. Uh, so you took these pictures at your house. So it's cool. Yeah. I like. I love ladybugs. I keep two spiders in my office to eat the bugs. You should take pictures of them. I, I use have, them I as have, an avatar. Them, I actually have video of two spiders fighting over a little, <laughs> a little piece kernel. of kernel of. So, Something. Lance, we're very interested in your workers' co-op for ex-prisoners. I got spiders everywhere. The whole idea is very bonobo, very just Giving. breaking away from the mega machine, which is the tyranny of the military, the economy, and religion, which nowadays I would say would include the media, not just religion in the no, church, no, no. but they're, they're all the idea of how to think. Yeah. And also linear thinking, which I guess is kind of fading out with the internet. Everybody's into instant yeah, gratification. But yeah, you should read that book. But before you do, you're going to read my book because we're going to send you a copy. Oh, cool. Do you know what bonobos are? Oh, no. Well, that, that, it, no, I'll check They're it out. They're a kind of great ape that is very close to us, the closest just like common chimps, maybe closer. 
and they have a lot of sex and they have never been seen killing each other in the wild or captivity. They empower the females and the males are taken care of, so They're to happy. speak. They're happy. They have happy and endings. And they share. They share sex. They share food. They share resources is the important thing. Well, sex and food are important too, but we have our cultural ideas here as humans that you know, oh, we respect. Okay. But nevertheless, we are inspired by the bonobos, by their ability to make peace through pleasure. And to share. Yeah, but can I throw, can I throw something at you guys? Sure. Uh, I think there's a total connection between UFOs and aliens. Uh, in other words, but aliens are not from outer space. They're earthlings. Want to hear, hear my little theory? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Because bonobos okay. are like E.T. They're like an earthling right here. If you look into a bonobo's eyes, you can feel like you're seeing the missing link. Oh. Well, yeah. See, now, I don't know if that ties into what I'm saying. But Probably I, not. I don't know if that ties into what I'm but saying. But I throw that, thought I'd throw well, that in know. there. It might be a direct overlap, see? Because it probably is. Now, well, we have UFOs. Now, have you ever seen those pictures of these, like, these like entities, whatever they are, they shoot out of the water of like on coastal areas, and they shoot out like at like at like you know the way a rocket shoots from. That a sounds like pad. an ejaculation. No, no, no! I'm serious. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a conspiracy. But theorist. listen, Lance, we are in the last moments of our conversation. Because wait, first wait, wait, of all, wait, our wait, show wait, is wait, almost wait, over. So does that you then? Right. So, in a nutshell, right now. Okay. Now this is going to sound weird, Left but you know, right nut. What? <laughs> okay. We're about to ejaculate we're, from. No. Listen. Don't forget. Erection. Well, erection. Oh, oh, uh, don't forget now, to. Now. 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 Let's please, keep somebody give me a tissue. Let's keep it in our pants. That's what you said on the last show, Schnarf. Anyway. You needed a tissue. Is this snarf? If there's an ejaculation, I would, I would, I would prefer to have an umbrella of some sort. Wow. Yeah. But is the news of the week with I, Herschel Walker yeah. saying the election isn't no, no. about me? This erection is about the people. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I don't think that was a Freudian slip. I just think he's got Asian roots. Yes, uh, that's how erection is going to happen. He probably wanted us all to talk about his erection. He does seem like he likes to use it, which I have nothing against. You know, I'm all for that. Yeah, but you, but you need to hear this because I'm going to school you guys okay. on UFOs okay. and aliens. Oh, please. Uh, UFO, I mean, sorry, UFOs and Atlantis. I think I have to be schooled on UFOs and aliens and, next week. Honestly. No, I'm sorry. Not UFOs really and aliens. Really thoroughly schooled next week. Wait, wait, wait. I meant UFOs and Atlantis. Oh, Atlantis. Ah, Atlantis. Yes, yes. Speaking of All mythical. Right. <laughs> yes. That sounds very sexually explicit. It's all about sex in Atlantis. No, no. People? I'll give you the 90-second oh. pitch, right? So they were, like, super advanced. Like, we talk about Gablecki Tepe. And, like, sure. they were a super advanced culture. They got, like, like zapped. Like, the whole, they got zapped by a comet. Okay, then they sunk. But they didn't sink that fast. Uh -huh. So no matter how advanced you are, if you have a comet hit you, you're going to go down. 
you're not going to be able to protect yourself too too tough. Isn't but, there a movie about that? Yeah. Don't look up. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me just flesh out all my right. theory I just here. saw so, another movie. I don't have time to watch so, all the movies, so, so, but the I do so, recommend Don't Worry, okay. Darling. Can go I, back to I, your can comment. I, can, I, can I flesh it out here? Yeah, yeah. So, flesh it out. Flesh it out. I have to Shoot it. that comment. Right. As Keep going the with ejaculation themes. As the continent sinks, there will be some survivors, but they couldn't escape out, so they escaped within. Now. Uh-huh. Yeah. What would happen if you're living in like, and these guys were super advanced. They had lasers. There's no question that they were like superiorly advanced, you know, during the pyramid time. We don't know. Okay. Super advanced. They survived. Now, they managed to be able to live off of seaweed and like, yeah, obviously seafood. What are they going to do in terms of natural selection? They're going to get smaller and smaller. They're living in a pretty shrunken area with like protected caves, et cetera. Living on seaweed. They're going to get smaller and smaller, and just like if you drink a bunch of, literally, if you drink a bunch of carrot juice over time, your skin will turn orange, so you're going to I have, am you're here going to for smaller. you, but you and have going to, to come to the wait, point, wait, or please, tell please. me next oh, week. Man. Can, I, can I get to the end of the sentence here? So, end well, of the paragraph. Well, this is a long so, sentence, my No, no, here we go, here we go. No, check and it. And you know, check we're talking about ex-prisoners, and when you say that word sentence, no, 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 no. What I get I'm a little nervous that you're going to sentence me. What's going to happen over a Period. Wait a minute. Over a period of thousands of years, yeah. you're going to get smaller and you're going to live on a lot of seaweed. You're going to turn to green. All you're going right. to turn into little, you're going to turn into little green men. Mm. And sounds you're like that need, movie that's coming out. Avatar. And you're going to need, with your advanced technology, to create vessels that can go to the surface to get precious metals and things you need to survive. So there you go. UFO, uh, excuse me, UFOs and aliens are. They're just, they're just our cousins. They're like Honestly, survivors of Atlantis. The they're mega machine survivors of Atlantis. is frightening enough. They're survivors of Atlantis coming to the surface to like, to like try to In get reality. something they need. And okay. that's how All right. my theory. We appreciate it. And you have won a copy of the Bonobo Way. If you can just take reality a little more seriously for a moment, you might enjoy it. <laughs> We want to say goodbye. We're not we, going to we, cut you off. We need to go. Unless we have to. Because somebody but just Lance, handed me a sign that says we got to say cut. goodbye, okay? Okay, so Lance, are you there? Or did he get cut off? Okay, so give him the number, Susan. Oh, I cut myself off. Uh-huh. Okay. okay, well, Lance, say goodbye nicely. Goodbye. Thank you so much. Thank you. That place where you live sounds great. Go Bonobos. Enjoy those ladybugs and praying mantises. Yeah. Ooh. I'd love to see two <laughs> ladybugs have sex. By the way, we just knocked There's out a... There's a man bug, maybe, that would have sex with We just knocked out a, a, a meteorite. We've got now weapons. Oh, really? Because they keep talking about these meteorites that are coming this oh, way. Oh, they just want an excuse to yeah. get more money more for money, the mega money. machine. Anyway, let's go... The military-industrial complex. Hey, so, Schnarf, how you doing? I had a uh, nice 12-day sabbatical in puerto rico oh i'm nice and toasted oh yeah oh yeah did you get stuffed both ends did i get stuffed no (laughs) No. i i I did not get stuffed did you celebrate thanksgiving yeah i mean i guess i guess i did but you know I, i was interested i was interested in seeing what you guys were talking about but uh when i got in here it didn't seem very sexual it seemed kind of more like tinfoil hat than more like uh you know condoms 
<laughs> oh, Atlantis. But that was our caller. What do you do when a guy talks about stuff like that? And he was a nice guy. And you weren't here, Snarf. And we gave him a book when he called because he was the one that answered well, our request. Snarf should get one, too. So Lance is what, cool what kind of book for that. Is this? But Lance the Atlantis things, you don't talk about that at the very end of the show because it is kind of a wild thing. And we didn't have time, but I'm sure he would have told me how sex is in Atlantis. But he wanted to talk about other things because he is trying to run a workers' collective for ex prisoners and he's living with ladybugs and praying mantises. But in any case, I didn't even have a chance to ask him how he gets laid. I don't know if he gets laid at all. I don't know if well, he just what if he masturbates. doesn't get laid at all? That's fine if you masturbate well, and you're okay with it. <laughs> but if you don't masturbate or if you're not okay with it, if you're an incel and you're amosexual, it didn't sound too amosexual, incel it's like a cultural identification if you're just not having sex because there isn't any around then you should enjoy a little masturbation and if you don't even want to masturbate yeah and if you're on the farm i don't know if you're on the farm you better if you're on milk the farm, those cows if you're on the farm leave those pigs alone yeah leave the pigs alone and the lambs yeah, but you know, the cows are okay? Because well now, wait a minute, wait a minute now. The milk, the cows? Did you hear that woman just turned her husband Playing in because others. she caught him having sex with the pig? Really? Yeah. And they're out in the middle of nowhere. You uh-huh. know. And uh, she probably wouldn't have sex with him. Probably not. And Which uh, is her right. Right. It's, oh, to absolutely. turn down sex. Absolutely. And he... And uh, it's also the right of the pig to turn down sex except right. he might have coerced the pig. well i don't uh, you know i don't, I don't know. know if this is the kind of sex that you were thinking of when you said we weren't talking well, about we sex. were talking about a farm snarf. <laughs> snarf but we were talking about our date in which we had dinner in a movie and sex and a little spanking for spanksgiving and we were talking about the sex in don't worry darling and how hot it is when the guy goes down on the girl or it doesn't have to be a guy it could oh, be anybody nice scene. What movie going was that down in? What's in don't worry darling movie? don't worry darling and she's on the dining room table it's a very nice uh, orgasm scene yes quite nice and we hope you had a nice orgasm scene this weekend schnarf we hope you went oh schnarf or somebody I, else just, went. I'm just oh, smiling snarf. because I don't, I don't know how to respond. <laughs> I, I, find, I find it funny that you, keep, you you say Schnarf and I'm just like, okay. That's, I don't think that's his name. Schnarf. Well, that's what it, it says. It oh, that's name. what it says. Schnarf. Okay, Schnarf. It's nice. It what say. should I call you? I mean, you could call me Schnarf. I, that, that's, that's the name that I go by. But okay. What is your so why the, is it funny when I call you that if that's what you go by? I, I no because you say you say it in a, such a such a like a like a sexual way and I, I've I've never could imagine Schnarf being so so sexual. Well, uh-huh. well, I could say almost any name in a sexual <laughs> way if right I put place. my mind to it. Although I must admit, Schnarf has more kind of consonants. Than like Lance, which is just simple. I, I think I think Schnarf I, the way gives I've you a chance Schnarf, to I, really let go with your lips and tongue. 
I, I feel like the name Schnarf could be Yiddish. That's true too, which you know gives me a little of that village feeling. <laughs> you know, this here in the New village, York, you like to have a romp in the hay. <laughs> right. Oh, goodness. Oh, Mrs. Schnarf, she's so hot. And oh, Mr. Schnarf. Oh, I see. saw them at Thanksgiving. Big boner, <laughs> Mr. Schnarf. Oh. Oh, Mrs. Schnarf. And Aunt Millie was that's, yeah. that's, that's not Brooklyn enough. I, I, I feel like Schnarf. No, we're not from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I was not, from no. Philly, and I didn't have a Philly accent. And I'm from Italy, and I, didn't, I have no Italian accent. It's on you, Schnarf. <laughs> why is it? Why is it always on me? <laughs> Not always, but just for the accent. For the what is it? Brooklyn or Bronx? Where are right, you from? Right. No, he's from. Where, I, he, I live in Puerto the Rico. Bronx. Well, we, I, I just came from Puerto Rico, but I live in the North Bronx. We went to Puerto Rico so, a yeah, couple so, of times. We had wonderful experiences. It was wonderful. That was beautiful. <laughs> Well, if you really want to go to a place in Puerto Rico that's isolated and, and really, f like, remote, you go to an island called Vieques. Vieques. And it's on the eastern side, and you take an hour-long, 30-minute-long ferry, and the island itself has these really secluded beaches. Wow. So it, it's not that you could just have monkey sex on there, but, like, you monkey could do just sex. about anything. You're, yes, monkey sex. <laughs> wild passionate monkey sex but you could you could sit on the beach and not see a person for like maybe three four hours and what the, about the, the girls on the beach when there's no girls on this beach there's monkeys well monkeys spanking the monkey. there are no monkeys it's just it's just you the iguanas there's horses there's cats you have to bring there's the your monks. lover oh and him you, it's Basically, a place to be this intimate. Is a no, okay. This, <laughs> this is, is where you go, you go with to. me, darling. Oh, I see. We go together. You there. go with me, right. and we have sex and together. You, and you get the girl. And we do role playing that we are different people. Oh, two different people. But we are actually just us. Yes. And, and we it's meet lovely. on a beach. It's the erotic theater of the mind, but the you're on the beach. And it's mythical, but real at the same time. Watch for the coconuts. Who's purple pundit? Dot com. Purple Pundit says this is Samantha. highly entertaining. Well, thank you. Oh, that's Samantha. Who's oh, now hi. also... Oh, there she so is. Purple Pundit is Lance. That's is Lance. It is Lance. It is Lance. All these people here on call-in are a little advanced yeah, yeah, in the naming process. <laughs> I just try to go by Dr. Susie and that's it. Maybe Dr. Susan Block, if I have to be formal. I'm into branding, so I always go by my name. Max. I always go by my name. Right. Could I be from the village, name. could be the Prince. Schnarf, that name? Schnarf, I like that. Sh Except Schnarf, Max, you're also Schnarf from uh, Carhartt Avenue in uh, East New York. I'm also a what? I'm, uh, I'm no, Max is also <laughs> L.A. Press Group. Oh, yes. I'm also the L.A. Press Group, if <laughs> yes, you'd like uh, to join. That's $50 a year. It's for alternate and citizen journalist. Join up now. And you should all join FDR. Yeah. All of you out there, Purple Pundit. I don't know who's joined, but if you haven't, you should join and tell people to join and to please 
call in or put yourself in the talking area early in the show, which is nine o'clock these days. Right. And will be for the next few weeks. For a long time. Can I ask you a quick question? Have you had someone publicly masturbate on your show? I have publicly masturbated on my show. And yes, many, many, many. many. I cannot count on the fingers of these masturbating hands how many have used their hands to give themselves self-pleasure. I I give you props for that because that's something that has not been, not, not to my knowledge, was done on this platform. And if you have publicly masturbated on here, oh, on kudos. this platform, we mean call in on this platform. Well, oh, not, on, not on yet. No, the first time I did masturbation was in 1991, I believe, mm-hmm. and it was in solidarity with Pee Wee Herman <laughs> right, right. when he was arrested. <laughs> and, and you know, the Ritter Will, uh, Will, Willem did the first masturbation on national Dutch radio. Well, mine was on American radio. Yours was on American radio. And I think it was the first. And then later we did a foot massage. Well, the foot massage versus the orgasm. Which is the foot massage? And then we had people compare, like comparing sizes. Anyway, we had fun. We still have fun. No, we haven't done a full-on masturbation have we on call-in or not, not yet on call-in we've made uh, sort of cow noises uh, like not cow oh. noises oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. Oh. oh we kissed yeah we kiss a lot yeah yeah mm. a lot of kissing uh, a lot of sex a lot of celebrating life every fucking minute because you don't know when some fucking alien is going to come along <laughs> on your block <laughs> And yeah. you don't know when you're going to get censored on <clears throat> any yeah. of these this is sites. I think I'm going to follow you, Schnarf, if you yeah, follow me follow back, him. except let's I can't find my mouse. <laughs> okay. Are you going to? Uh, I'm just curious if, if you think <laughs> no, he's that not it's answering. possible to I'm get maybe. Let you follow right, right, me first. What, what were you saying? What if, what if there was a way to get four, five, six, maybe a dozen people to masturbate all at the same time on 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 one of your shows, I've done uh, and to more all than achieve that. Orgasm at the same time. We have done that. <laughs> I haven't done it on call in, but I've done it on many shows that celebrate Masturbation Month, which is the merry month of May, and just celebrate life. <laughs> I did not know May May was the Masturbation Month. I had a Jack and Jill off party. He, he should go and see some of the videos. It's they're free, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we don't charge people. On DrSusanBlock.tv. TV. Yeah. You can see a lot of them, and some of them have celebrities. Some of them are really just orgies, and some of them are more kink oriented, where there is more outer course than inner course. I have to admit, lately that's what we had more of but we just did have a big gathering where people did masturbate for the the documentary bonoboville reunion for vice tv they won't show the masturbation but we did have people masturbating here and we had people getting whipped on the bondage cross much much to the to the uh, city council (laughs) was totally freaked by our presence here well 
Arcadia They Council. were not actually here when we had the Bonobo vote. No, no, they weren't. But they, of course, have also seen the videos, and they're wondering if that kind of thing is happening right here in Arcadia. I think you could get away with having a retreat in, uh, in Vieques, yeah. in Puerto Rico. We're, and we're, I think you could go full ham. You know, we've always thought about that for years, and it's, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm Italian, you know what they say in Italy, they say dopo domani. If I can do it after tomorrow, that would be great. <laughs> anyway, we're not doing it right yeah. this second. One of the reasons but, we had the Bonoboville <clears throat> reunion was because Vice provided COVID testing, and it's a little bit dicey to do these orgies these days. But not to say we won't get back into it, but right now we are doing orgies in the mind, mythological orgies. But if you want to masturbate or make love to your honey or even to a hired lover, we totally are into the sex worker thing. We're just not having open orgies these days, but we do certainly support people having sex while they call the show. And bringing little little pieces of pleasure. A smile on your face. Uh, uh, something happening <laughs> in your pants. Uh, <laughs> an itch in your butt. Uh, that's important. Purple Pundit is writing a lot of stuff. I thought out many a frigid bitch, Susie Q. Oh, By the Jesus. way, if you're going to call me Susie, spell it S-U-Z-Y. With a Y, not an I-E. And then yeah, he doesn't like me You can me talk much. about frigid bitches all you want. Boy, Lance is right now. Is he actually, is that, oh yeah, right, yes. People two. have two names. Righto, righto. I don't get righto, it. Righto, righto. It's so it. confusing. It. When they're writing, they're oh, one yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, they're yeah. talking, they're another name. So while he was talking, he was Lance. When he is writing stuff here, he is Purple Pundit. So we have a lot of interesting stuff. Schnarf, you are schnarf all the time, are you not? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm consistent. I uh, am following you, even <laughs> if you don't follow me back. I can always unfollow you, so no, I you should follow I, me. And we a should lot go. Of, a lot of people don't Unless like you that. have a quick question. You yeah. had a question. And if he wants a book, tell him to go ahead. Well, if you want a book, you got to call earlier in the show. Basically, we gave away one book this time. We'll give away another one next time, and maybe it'll be you. Boy, the tough. first person that calls next time will get a free copy of The Bonobo Way for the holidays. <laughs> so, Schnarf, you're fun. You're a pretty reasonable guy. And yet, I want to hear more about your sex life. You seem very kind of cagey about that. You don't have to have an orgasm seems right to on be the show. A high level. A high level what? I don't know. He's a high level shy guy. <laughs> That's all. A lot of these I don't shy think guys. I'm a high level talk, shy guy. Talk a lot He's not shy. About I'm not, sex I'm not life. Not shy at all. Susan, okay. Actually. How was your sex life this weekend? <laughs> What'd you do? Uh, I don't know if I can. There you go. You shy about that? That's what I was saying. No, it's not that I'm shy about it. I don't mean you're shy as a talker. Somebody could find out. There's reasons people are shy. Yeah, somebody could find out that he was talking to... I don't mean you're repressed. Shy is a cute thing to be. I'm I'm shy. You're shy, exactly. And I like him. He's very shy. That's why he changed the subject when I talk about sex. (laughs) I got to get other people to talk about sex with me in order to talk about sex as much as I want to. 
because Max is a shy guy, although he loves sex. He's big boner, or what are you, big bones. Big bones. <laughs> I'm big bones, you're little so I, bones. That's a good question I, I, would, I would like to ask. Okay, and then and we got to go. Then we got to go. men are obsessed. Pardon me? Because men are obsessed with the with the size of their, their, their penis. Totally. What is, what is clinically a large penis? Clinically, like in terms of the average size? In, in terms of what you know of men, what is, what is the, the point where you do have a large penis? I want to know if I have a big dick, Susie. That's what I want to <laughs> Just in terms of statistics, mm-hmm. and I will do a caveat here, that some of these statistics might have something to do with what men say versus what they have. Although I think they actually do measurements, a urologist or somewhere. Anyway, supposedly the average size is five to seven inches. Oh. What was that sound? That was. Uh, I, I'm about eight and a half. Oh, so okay. that eight and a half, yeah. does, that, does that qualify be a star. As, as large or above average? Or what, what, do, I, what do I write well, down? Obviously, on, that no. would be above average. Yeah. You're catching up to mine. And it doesn't feel that great. It doesn't feel... <laughs> above average doesn't sound like, you know, like I, I want to walk around and brag about Well, it. I would say above <laughs> average would be braggable. You don't want to be freakishly large unless you want to no. be a porn star. Yeah, you don't want to be too large, meaning yeah. the extreme, unless Which, you're totally want to be a porn star. And maybe that's what you want to be. And so God and goddess bless you, but you're not. And there is no surgery that works to make you bigger so be happy be good yeah I, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so and I, certainly I, be I, happy I, with I, that I, what's wrong I, with I you one more. Snarf? <laughs> one. come on if you really because have I the eight be inches a circus act because I, I want I, I feel like i feel like i always wanted to do porn deep down inside there's something there inside well, me that honestly, wants to be porn. you could still do porn most of them are not bigger than eight inches no and some yeah. of them are yes and i know them but there are many that are eight or lower and eight and a half is okay you can brag it's got about to do it with camera angles there's not a lot of oh yeah and shaving and shave you got to shave then the thing looks much bigger than it actually is Ooh. <laughs> but the big problem with the him big, the, the him and big bone your, speaks the big big bone the the big problem is that men are uh, run by their basically their penis. Okay, if they listen to their penis, uh, sometimes they won't do the things that they uh, you know. So. Well, that's the common problem. Yeah. It's a question it's of a being not too run <coughs> right. and not too run by other people's penises, meaning the people that do porn. We're 20 minutes and over. And by the way, we got to wrap it up. I yeah. want to say that I love porn stars, except the one that's the dad of the murderer. And he's even more mad if his son would be gay than that he murdered a bunch of people. I don't love that porn star. <laughs> but I do love a lot of porn stars. And I love the kind of profession of porn as being a form of exhibitionistic sex work. I love you. And I love you too. Yeah. Don't be too 
mega machined out by porn. Don't let it just control all the movies in your mind. Let your own life, your own feelings, what you are living, the world, the reality you are in. Schnarf, you sound like you got a pretty good reality. Pretty damn good. So all love to fantasy. And you know I love fantasy. But enjoy this reality because it ain't going to last forever. I hope you call in early next time. But we got to go. We want you to be good. We want you to be happy. Try not to hurt anyone, including yourself. Don't let the mega machine turn you into a murderer or any kind of bad person. Make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love. Or make kink, but make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight. Even if that someone is you. I love you. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves. But my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.